Billy Garish here. Happy day, everybody. Um, the word or the names of the day in my day um, are Julie Bullet and David Bullet, and they share a last name because they're married. Um, it so happens that Julie um, is a licensed um, family therapist, and David happens to be a divorced family lawyer. So interesting perspectives here. Um, so they, they wrote a, they've been, they've been married for 36 years strong. Um, by the way, bullet, the last name is spelled B U L I T T, not the old Washington bullets. Um, and they wrote this, their latest book is called secrets of strong couples. Uh, and this is a compendium or collection of stories or cases like little mini narratives or vignettes of couples, um, encountering difficult situations and moving past them for a uh, for a greater life, more so uh, a greater life together. So check out the book. Again, it's David and uh, Julie Bullitt, B-U-L-I-T-T, Secrets of Strong Couples. Um, you can find it most anywhere books are sold. And after you read it and you love it, leave it a, leave it a review. Um, and I hope you enjoy our conversation. Here we go. There we go. We're back. Spiral Staircase. That's the name of the band, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Better not sing. No. So it's affirmative. That this is this is your mantra. I, I, you know, we were think, I was just thinking about that, that. That it would fit a lot of the folks in our book. Really. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. So the, uh, the idea live you more today than yesterday. All right. And it yeah. actually that goes with the whole spiral staircase idea. It does. It's like it you're does. spiraling up. Hopefully spiraling up, and down. it's and it's stairs and uh, stairs and S T A R E, not stairs and staircase. So that's a little. Oh, there you go. Yes, a little play, a little, little play, play on, on words. words. Yeah. yeah, stair like spiral stair, like stare. A, like like a gaze. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I never knew that until like a loving time. gaze. Yeah, <laughs> Did they write a lot of. Uh, they write a lot of um, uh, love, love music. This was the big hit. Yeah, if you looked in uh, one hit wonders, this might be there. Yeah. They're in. They're in the department. That could be right next to Brandy and. Uh, uh, dancing in the moonlight and a few other ones. You like your music. Loves music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's uh, a music can be a, a secret. Well, first off, let me introduce you guys. Julie and Dave uh, Bullet. Um, they're authors of this book, Secrets of Strong of Strong Couples. Um, but I think a secret of a strong couple could be um, music. For me, it, for me, you know, music helps when I'm not feeling great, and music is great when I am feeling great. So. There you go. Huh. So it's never bad, never a wrong time for music. Never a wrong time for me. No. So you were listening. You were listening to the Spiral Seconds this morning. Is that right? I was. So so one of the things I've been I've been doing the last two years is is I listen to a, uh, some song in the morning. When mm-hmm. I get started. I call it my song of the day. Yeah. And then uh, at the end of the year, I'll do my song of the, my my top twenty or twenty five songs of the day, and they're always something forward looking, positive, something. Just something that catches me. How do you how do you come up with your song of the day? It's something I might have heard on the radio, or you know, so I just pop it on the list, and then you know, I have I have probably 150, 180 songs by the end of the year, or narrow it down to twenty five or thirty, and then I make a playlist at the end of the year. That's so cool. Yeah, it's fun. That's so cool. This was a play on something that I wanted him to do. There's a book by Mel Robbins called the Five the High Five Habit. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of her, but she's a wonderful coach and. Um, so we read the book and she says, you got to start your morning every day in a positive way and you're supposed to high five yourself in the mirror. And he thought that was a little corny. I was having a hard time. So he came up with his own. You broke the mirror. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all the smudges. Put, put yeah. fingerprints all yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but you know what, really any, any, any time you can be positive to start your day and, you know, get something uplifting going. Um, that's a great thing. It's a win. Absolutely. Starting yeah. start on the right foot. Yeah. There's a whole, have you seen the thing about like um, the Navy SEAL speech at the commencement? Yes. The about f- making your bed? Making your bed. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. No, it's true if, though. Yeah, if, yeah. It is true. If, if everything else is a failure, at least you come back at the end of the day 
to a well-made bed by, right. by you. Well, but, it's, <laughs> but, it, but it's forcing you to do something to take responsibility and take right. pride in it. And that was a, mm-hmm. it was a great speech. And now, of course, it's gone viral years ago. Probably yeah. had a bazillion views, but it was a great speech. Also, it reminds me of, um, uh, I think Denzel Washington said, make sure you put your slippers way underneath the bed. So that forces you to get on your knees to get them. That makes sense. And on your knees, yeah. you're, you're, you're grateful. Like, you know? like yes, like gratitude. It. Yeah. So yeah. important. If you don't wear slippers, you got to figure something out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Me neither. Sandals. Flip-flops. Flip something. <laughs> exactly. something needs to be underneath exactly. that bed. Exactly. <laughs> Put your phone under there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you go under there for that one. But I love the, I love the, we can get into the book, obviously, but the music thing. So um, you do it almost every day. Yeah, I do it every day. I do it every day. Uh, do, 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 you, if you, could you hear a song today and be like, that's my song for tomorrow? No, usually, or do you, you wake do, up in the morning and figure it out? No, what I do, like if I'm riding on the road and I see a, and I listen to a song, I'll take yeah. a picture of it. And, yeah. I, and I keep a book to sort of keep track of my goals for the year. And each day I have a different song on that date. So what I'll do with the, on the weekend, which drives her a little bit crazy, is then I'll listen to the six or seven songs for that I listened to each day the prior week. And I'll pick one or two of those that I think sh- should make my playlist. And then... You know, it's it's sort of like an NCAA tournament for songs. Oh, like which one will advance? <laughs> who's going to advance? Which, 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 which who's going to stay home? back? Yeah, that that kind of thing. No, that's a great, that's a good thing. It's fun. It's I mean, fun. You, routine is is really important, right? But you know, obviously, you want to like routine yourself into like a robot, right? But having certain, I think, morning routines probably maybe the most important of just getting launching the day, launching the day in the correct sort of way. Yeah, you know, and music. Yeah, music to me just gets me going, gets me started. If I'm exercising, if I'm just walking, you know, just... um, Do you have a a morning routine, Julia, or anything like that that you do? Um, I mean, I get up and I exercise every morning. So for me, that's kind of part of my day, and uh, it really gets me going. But, you know, talking about what you can do as a couple, though, too, in terms of a routine. You know, just like having coffee together, checking in with each other, how did you sleep, you know, having a morning, like, check-in as part of your structure is, is important, too. And a lot of the couples that we interviewed for the book had kind of things that they did together, whether it was morning routines right. or evening routines, <laughs> but just a way of connecting. Um, so it's have good. You, it's have, so you, have you talked to the electrician so we get a better rate on the, on the job? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Part of our morning routine. <laughs> yeah. The, um, so like, uh, yeah, it's, you got almost got to like make a, make a point of it, right? Uh, I guess when you're, if you're in a relationship, right, for a significant amount of time, Everyone sort of gets into sort of like ruts um, yeah. or gets in, they form habits and such, uh, and you're still going a lot of directions, and you're, but you're coming back in the evening or you're together in the morning or whatever it might be. Um, but it's important to like make an effort, right? And not, not just think it's going to happen organically. Some, I, mean, no, I guess some no, people we, it does, but. Well, I think for some people it does some of the time. Trend but, toward, but, you know, we, we talk a lot about this, and I created this term a few years back called malaise creep. You know, people come into my office, you know, and as you know, I'm a divorce lawyer, so come into my office, and, and oftentimes folks will say, well, what's, you know, what's the biggest cause of divorce? Why do people break up the most? Everybody thinks it's, you know, somebody's cheating or there's a financial problem disagreeing about kids. But the reality is that, that what I see mostly is this constant um, creep. I call it a malaise creep where people, it's, it's not purposeful, right? You know, people just stop staying connected. They stop staying connected and they, and they don't talk as much. And we all are busy, right? We're taking mm-hmm. care of kids. We're running our jobs. We're doing what we got to do. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden, 10 or 15 or 20 years later, you mm-hmm. cross, look across the table. Now, all of a sudden, there's not as much to do. But now you don't know that person as well because yeah. you haven't stayed connected like you should have. So you call that malaise creek, malaise like, creep. Like, uh, like creep, creep. Oh, creep, creep, like it happens. Not, not the creek, creep, <laughs> creep, yeah. not the creek. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, be a bad creek to be on. Oh, so that's what I was kind of thinking. You're you're up the creek without a paddle or something. You're, <laughs> well, malaise, you're malaise uh, creek or creep. Yeah, creep. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it just creeps in. You know? creep, yeah, you, so, you just don't even know it. You know, that's yeah. exactly my point. That's you gotta like right. kind of step away yep. and sort of like get a third person yeah. perspective. Some, yeah. Sometimes you know, no question. That's why Julie is busy. Yes, that's why I'm <laughs> busier than ever. Busier than ever. Yes. So, lots of Julie, people. you're you're a therapist, correct? Correct. Uh, not exclusively relationship, or or yes. Uh, no, I do a little bit of everything. I do okay. individual, I do family therapy, and I do couples work as well. Interesting. And, and David and I do couples coaching together. Yep. So that's really um, interesting and kind of neat because yeah. there's two different perspectives. 
Yeah. Um, coming into the room. It's a very, it's a very unique uh, dynamic. <laughs> it, uh, is. it is. Have you met any other divorce lawyer with a relationship therapist, you know, together? Um, actually, um, a person that David worked with, one of his partners in his law firm, um, oh, yeah. his wife is a therapist that I met in graduate school. Um, so there, there's actually quite a few lawyer, social worker couples um, for whatever that makes reason. Sense. Um, but yeah, so, so we, a we actually do know another couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now they come to think of it, it kind of, it can make sense. Yeah. I'm yeah, actually, it's a nice fit. I it, mean, you know, she has strengths that I don't have and I've got a lot of strengths that she doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. But not today. She worked out. Yeah, right? She did. No, she's yeah. stronger than me. Today. I, <laughs> yeah. did, I did a quickie. So she's, she's go. good to go. Good, good. Yeah. The, um, so you get your master's in social work, correct? Yes, I have a master's degree in social work, and I, I always wanted to be a family therapist. That's what I set out to be. Um, and when I was in undergraduate, I looked into different avenues, and this was one that was easier to get. I didn't have to get a PhD, so I just got a master's in social work, and yeah. I've been able to do the family therapy, and uh, I, I love what I do. I love so helping people. The um, Where'd you get your master's? Maryland. Cool. Yeah. I'm, I don't know if we talked about this when we met up on the boardwalk, but I'm at uh, Catholic University. Getting a master's? Getting a master's in social work. Yay! Yeah. yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. Awesome. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. We need more social workers and um, we need male, <laughs> the, male social workers, so that's awesome. Yeah, the idea was kind of similar maybe to yours. Um, I'd like to be a school counselor. Uh -huh. I'd like to be in, in school. Uh, I mean, I, I, personally, like I, when I, I taught for 15 years, right? Um, and I coach, you know, I coach the prep. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm like, and let's take the classroom for example. But I would always try to find or look what would always attract me, or I'd be keen to, or the kids that, like that aren't struggling, yeah, know, are academically, or in a funk, or like are isolated, or just I felt I always felt really bad, you know. Um, and I'd always try to gravitate, gravitate toward those those individuals, you know, mm -hmm. those folks to try to like help them. So that was sort of the idea of like. And I love love being around kids. Yeah, to do that in a, in a school setting. And know? there's a real need. Yeah, real need. absolutely. Yeah. So you're. How can we just? Uh, I guess instead of getting the, go the PhD route, um, mm -hmm. you can just get a master's, and then you're licensed. Yes, right? that, that's yeah. that's key. Yeah, so I'm so going the, through that stuff right now. Yeah. So so I had a friend who um, was ahead of me, and he was in graduate school for marriage and family therapy, which was the department that I was under undergraduate. And he said that with a licensing and, and everything that the master's in social work was actually a really good degree to get because you could do more with it and you'd be licensed through insurance if you ever wanted to use insurance. So yeah, yeah, that's exactly. how I chose. And, um, it, you know, it's a, it's a good degree. You can, I mean, you can work at a hospital. Do a myriad of different things. You can do, you can do anything with yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. it was great. Your exposure to that, what, what else? Did you work in different agencies and stuff like that? I, mean, I did. It, I started in a community mental health agency, um, and I did that for 10 years. And then I worked in a adoption agency for several years. And then um, I did a post-adoption agency. Okay. And uh, and then I opened my private practice. Um, I do a lot of executive functioning, ADHD coaching in the work that I do. So I some of that help. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> we all do. The giveaway, which is interesting, the giveaway that I put my email in, my probably, probably late for uh did it this morning for the audio version. oh yeah because like i'm i'm a huge audio person yeah i need audio um i was in high school i was diagnosed with add mm -hmm. back when they just called it add now it's adhd There's yes thing i guess um and uh recently realized like very dyslexic you know yeah. i've always sort of i don't know if i was I, I didn't i really know what that was but i started researching into it i'm like yes yeah so um i actually there's an app called speechify yes if you, if you know of it yes <laughs> that's what i did for your book Oh, nice! I scanned. I, I, I got three three quarters of the way through um, every page. Oh, wow! And it, con and it converts it to a speech that's like not. It, you can put a different accent on it and everything. Like mm -hmm. that. And that's it really, great. It's such a helpful tool. But like, uh, I live and die by the Audible. App. Yes, so do I, because I also have ADHD and mm -hmm. some undiagnosed reading disability. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's so, well. so cool that you guys have the audio version. I, yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even. Look it, just it. Yeah. it just came out. It just came out. Oh, it just came out. Ten days. Yes. Or so, yeah. Wonderful. Yeah. So I'm finally listening to our whole book. <laughs> we, we, I read the book in little snippets, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, in yeah, chapters yeah. as we did it. But yeah. um, I had never, it's, I haven't read so, the whole thing. So rewarding. Yeah. You know, this, yeah. I mean, this is not your, this is not your guys' first book, right? No. Right. Our first book came out. Uh, right, look, look for the like list. during the pandemic, called uh, "The Five Core Conversations for Couples," and That's that right. was. 
that was really uh, born on a, on a beach one day when the two of us sort of realized that what we deal with in our offices are pretty much the same issues mm-hmm. uh, from a different angle and a different perspective, obviously. And, and so that book was a lot of our, our talking about issues that couples face regularly mm-hmm. and our own take on those, on those issues. Whereas this book that you have in your hand now, we went out over five years. Uh, Julie primarily interviewed a couple of dozen couples people who've been through really difficult things, you know what I'm saying? This is not, you know, I didn't like my breakfast this morning. This is death of a child, uh, you know, addiction. Mental health uh, mental issues. Mental health issues. AD, there's actually issues. a couple with... Uh, a couple that, that has, uh, where the husband had some significant attentional issues yep. that cause a lot of problems in their marriage. And, and so we jump, the jump off point for this book is... I make a joke, right, that people come to my office to look talk about divorce because they had a bad weekend, right? You know, and, and so how is it that these folks made it through some of the most difficult things mm. that a couple has to deal with? And yet they're still holding hands, walking down the street, talking, having coffee, going out, whereas others, many of us others, struggle with just the day-to-day sort of more benign type things. And what can we take from them and what can we learn from them? And that's what the book is ho- hopeful. That's Hopefully that's what it'll do for folks. So is it the idea like presenting um, these? Uh, first off, I really like the format of the book, how it's written Thank you. very much so, um, and how you present a case, right? Or you present, it's almost like a little narrative, you know, mm-hmm. a little story. Um, then you interpret the story. And then, you, and you leave it with, quote, bullet points. Yes. You know, bullet yeah. takeaways. Why not do a bullet you got point? It. I mean, with a last name like bullet, you can go a lot of different directions. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. sure you've got a lot of that, Dave. Yeah. Throughout just your a life. shade. Yeah. Yeah, just and, and, and imagine marrying into it. Yeah. 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 We just al- a we, shade. We, we almost had to change our name when the wizards changed theirs. Oh, ah, Right? Because they were the bullets. They were the bullets. And they, they changed it to, to wizards. Yeah. Yep. thing is, people don't talk about their struggles. People, you know, people are... They want to present as like every they're doing okay. Instagram, Instagram. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So what what I think this book does is it really dives into people's deepest, darkest difficulties, and I think it gives people hope that they can get through, and then that they're not alone. That people aren't alone in in having struggles. You know, you just mentioned you know being diagnosed with ADD and having your own struggles. I mean, that's not. You know, when people look at you, they probably think, oh, this guy has it all going on. He's a good looking guy. He's doing this. He's doing that. And mm-hmm. they don't, you know, they don't see that you, you struggle with mm-hmm. things. What's beneath. Yeah. 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 The, the outside. I, uh, <laughs> as a kid, like I, uh, that severely sort of like, you know, it just is what it is. Inevitably, like kind of like, uh, made me, did, my image of myself as like a, an intellect or a student or something like that was like. I was very insecure, you know? Mm-hmm. So I kind of was like, I'm an athlete, you know? I'm the mm-hmm. jock guy, you know? Um, then meanwhile, later in life, I realized that, like, I've always sort of had this, I think, really lean toward curiosity and intellectual ability, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I never really, it was just like the the ADD and the dyslexia sort of, like, masked it or, you know, covered up the, put the la- shade on top of, like, the lamp. Or yeah, yeah. But anyway, but it's better to find it later than never, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of us, you know, we, we hide behind our strengths. You know, the weaknesses are, are not out for everyone to see. And, um, you know, so our strengths, uh, uh, we lean on our strengths. You know, for you, it was athletic. So people looked at you, the guy's a great lacrosse player, he's a great football player, whatever it is. And for those folks who looked at you, that's all they saw, right? And that's all you really may have wanted them to see. Um, and, and, Correct. And the know. same thing in relationships. I mean, when people, you know, people look at us and they know, you know, we, we're, we've been married 37 years. And on paper, like it's we like, look like we have guys, it together. You guys don't go through any problems. You know, well, it's we, all, we it's do. Smooth yeah. I'm kidding. Yeah. That, that's the thought. Yeah. Well, chapter. You're, you're, yeah. you're a beautiful couple. You've yeah. been together for so long. Yeah. You know, uh, and you have kids and grandkids. Yeah. And chapter 19, we dive into our own difficulties. How about us? How about yeah, us? That's us. Yeah. Right. And this is, this is actually. I haven't a, gotten to that one. Yeah. <laughs> this is a funny story because we wrote this whole book and we were trying to figure out how to end it. And I sent him, um, I sent him our story. I said, we can't shine the light on other people without being vulnerable for, you know, in ourselves. So he, w- so he thought about it and he was like, well, yeah, so you send it to, you send it to Dave. I sent it to David. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like, we were talking about how to enter, th- how to end this book. And I said, before we end it, we need to tell our story. We need to tell, 
you know, what has been our biggest challenge in our relationship. And um, we did that. We dived in. We have a daughter that's, uh, you know, struggling with mental health and addiction issues. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been, you know, really challenging. Mm-hmm. But when people find out about our struggles, they're like, oh, okay, well, that kind of gives us some comfort. 100 percent yeah it's not like you know i don't have all the answers you're not like a you're not superheroes necessarily but you understand the nature of your professions right you deal with a lot of relationship stuff tensions yeah so the more you're around somebody the more you you begin to grasp it right yeah yeah you know our first book which which people really responded well to and large we call it in five core five core conversations for couples and people responded to that iteration a lot because you know we shared our our foibles our weaknesses our own challenges whether they be financial whether they be personal sexual um, issues with our kids our family and so forth mm-hmm. and, and uh, you know and we all have a story to tell yeah and that's you, you know we make a joke you know people look on Facebook oh my my kid graduated here. I just won this. This one yeah. did that. I just got a promotion. And our joke in that book was, what if we had the reverse, you know, the ass book, all the stuff that people don't want to see, you know, crap, you know, our, our kids on a grocery bag because she ran away, you know, and, and yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, the yeah, case yeah. may be. Yeah. So, you know, right. Or uh, we can't pay our bills, we can't pay this our month. bills this month because we spent too much on a car we didn't need or whatever the case may be. But we, we shared a lot of that, and I think people responded to that. Mm-hmm. Um, people other than our kids, they do. <laughs> yeah. A little too much information for them, but, uh, mm-hmm. but aside from that. Yeah, how know. do the kids deal with all of it? <laughs> yeah, not put, the, I, not put yourself Putting yourself out there, not. and you're exposed, <laughs> and you know all that stuff. It's usually like the kids are embarrassing the parents. Yeah. Not, <laughs> yeah. No, not embarrassing. Around, you know what I'm saying. Our kids are used to it. Other way around for yeah, us. Yeah, it's, it's funny. I think they're proud of us, but they, you know, they also... Uh, you know, didn't want to read certain chapters of the book, but it's funny because like, they'll be like, Oh my God, mom, um, somebody at school said they read your book and you know how great it was. And yeah, they, but they're proud of us. They are. have to be, man. You said that, um, Julie, over the course of like about five years, you, you, you did the people that, these are the real names of the people. No, um, except the for one <clears throat> instance, everybody's name. Yeah, have everybody. Been yeah, everybody's yeah. name has been changed. There was one couple that Wanted said that names. they wanted their They're names used, and they're sort of public figures, so um, they're well known in their stories. Uh, Reese and Rob. Yeah. Um, the, the gay gay guys. The gay guys yeah, that yeah. Um, adopted. They've adopted five kids out of the foster care system. Right. And um, they have an organization called Comfort Cases. Uh, yep. That's a great organization that helps kids uh, with backpacks and kids in foster care. Yeah, kids yeah. experiencing foster care. They're both pretty amazing guys. Yeah. They really are. But yeah. they were very open about their struggles and about, you know, their challenges in terms of bringing kids into their family and kids yeah. with, you know, it's... It, you don't want to make this comparison, but when you when you get a rescue dog, for example, you mm-hmm. don't know where that what's going on with that Correct. dog for the first three months or six months of his life. And these guys deserve a lot of credit they brought. And these they, they were not infants, they, right? Some were, of the kids were older, know, and, and um, also they it's an interracial family, so the kids are are black and the dads are white, and two gay dads. So they've experienced you know some some unique challenges and struggles. Um, and they shared their story with us and how they've stayed connected, which is really amazing and cool. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Um, the fact that they, yeah, they, they uh, follow their heart. <laughs> this is what I want to do. Yeah. This, yes. is what, this is what th- th- my heart is telling me to do. Yes. Regardless of societal norms, you know, not just the homosexuality or whatever, being gay, but also just the interracial thing. It's like, this is what who I am. This is my, the stripes right. of my flag or, you know, or. Yeah. Um, and then. Did they come to you, or how did you? Are they like, clients of yours? No, not actually. None of these people were clients of mine, um, which is, you know, I think was kind of good because it would have been a little strange to interview people that you knew their story already. Yeah. Um, so I, these were people that either we knew or people that knew of these people. So, um, so and and honestly. There is, there's more. There was more people that we interviewed that didn't get in the book, and there was more people that we could have gotten. You know, Once we interviewed somebody, they'd be like, oh, you should talk to this yeah, couple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They went through this. Yeah. Um, the only um, kind of couple that we couldn't get, and I tried, we, we tried very hard, um, we wanted to get an interracial couple. 
Mm -hmm. um, and a couple that had been married for a long time because we thought that would be an interesting perspective of, you know, how they got through being an interracial couple. Um, and we um, found two people that would have been great, but neither one of them wanted to talk to us, which is kind of interesting. Interesting. So you found a couple couple interracial couples, but they didn't necessarily want to tell their story. They didn't want to share their yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There's a lot of people who, who, who wrote to us and said, you know, we read what you're doing, but it's not, we, we don't, we don't want to talk about it in any great detail. And, and that's perfectly fine. In fact, you know, one or two of the couples in the book, uh, just, they're not talkers. They, they're doers. Mm -hmm. They handled, they handled things together in a nonverbal way. Uh, but that was their way. Yep. You know, and, and that's the important part about all of this. There's, you know, we don't all fit into buckets. We don't all fit into columns. It's not two from column A and one from column mm -hmm. B. And so, so when people say, well, I don't have the issues, a couple says to us, we don't have issues like you have in the book. And I say to them, so what? Mm -hmm. It's not that you do or you don't. It's, it's are, are you able to take the tools that these folks either mm -hmm. learned about or just did innately and apply them to your own issues, your own correct. problems, and because we're all going to have them. Yeah, it's like you know? it's like you read a, a book. Let's say you read like Moby Dick or something. It's about whaling. Uh, I'm I'm not going to be in the whaling industry. Why do I right. read? Why do I should I read the book? Yeah. <laughs> no, but the, yes, absolutely. Because there's like so many themes that are universal that are outside of Captain Ahab. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. It's not really about the whaling. You no, know? it's, it's not a, at all. Know? And that's what that's what all. Not that saying this is great literature, but that's what all great literature is. Yeah. You know, movies are the same way. Same. Films, you know, you want to hook people in because, oh, so and so, there's a, a mystery or there's a yeah. murder. But that's not really what, you know, what it's about. So so. That's, a, that's the vehicle for the humanity, for, for the human element to, be, pre right. to be presented. You yeah, know, I think, uh, it comes you know, out of each character. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> so you said something about uh, the last no, chapter 19 is like kind of about what you guys have dealt with. Yeah. Um, any other of these uh, that jump out at you that you can see yourself kind of going through some of this stuff, maybe in your relationship sure. or, sure. you know, w w w some of these that hit close to home basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, several, several, you know, hit close to home. We had, we had the folks who had uh, financial issues where we had uh, a couple had gotten married and, and had done very well for themselves Husband decided he wanted to go out on his own mm -hmm. and start his own business. And um, they were living in wife's mother's home. She had inherited the home from mm -hmm. her mom. Mm -hmm. And and husband goes out and starts this business and starts to find himself falling behind financially. Mm -hmm. And instead of sharing what's going on with him financially, he just keeps trying to keeps trying to, to you know push it away, make it so that she can't see. And ultimately ultimately went went belly up and had to get rid dump the business go back to work for somebody else lost the house that was his wife's mm -hmm. house and that led to a lot of conflict between the two of them and a lot of discussion between Julie and me uh, was really you know was you know uh, at face value it's his fault right he took this money he took her the largesse and 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 he lost it and and he didn't tell her about it as mm -hmm. he was losing it. Mm -hmm. So so on the surface, it's like, how could he do this? But at the same time, we have this discussion about, well, hold on a second. What was her role in that? What mm -hmm. was her part in that? Why didn't she ask? Why didn't they talk about when he came home in the in the afternoon or the evening? How did work go? What's going? On? What are all these bills that are coming in the mail? Right. So so it was a, it really became came down to a communication issue, and that you know, and Julie and I had went through a period where we had some financial issues. Mm -hmm. So that that certainly struck. For right. us, the, the the families that have adoptive children, you know, connected in in a lot. Yeah, of ways. infertility. Yeah. I mean, we had in secondary infertility, and we also adopted two of our four daughters. So yeah, lots of lots of issues and AD. We talked about ADHD right. in the relate in the relationship. Uh, and you know, I'm a little ADHD, and sometimes David gets mad. He's like, "You're yeah. not listening. <laughs> You're not paying attention. Well, you I aren't. told you this. Did you not hear it?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, meanwhile, that's just your brain. You're on a different level, frequency. Yeah. Frequency. yeah. Like my, my buddy described me one time as like, your brain is divergent. And I was like, I don't know. What does that mean? So he explained like, you can like, you have a hard time focusing on one thing, but you can relate things to each other. To, yeah. You know, you see a cactus and you can somehow relate it to like Einstein and like connect these things because your ADD yep. is going like a spread gun, right? Yeah. Like a, yeah. Psh, 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 like a sprinkler. But it, you can 
that just doesn't go and just doesn't dissipate into nothingness. Like you can come up and relate these incredible like things, yeah, you know, analogies and stuff like that, yeah. Um, which like a non ADHD would more. They can read a book quicker, focus in, but they might miss something. Yep. that's really right next to them or something like right. that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we had the couple who the husband had some severe ADHD, mm-hmm. and it and it and it caused a problem in their relationship because she felt like she couldn't count on him. Mm-hmm. He wasn't where he was supposed to be when he's supposed to be there. He was supposed to take mm-hmm. their daughter here, do this yeah. or do that, or kept losing. You know, went from job to job, mm-hmm. and and. What they were able to do was to work with the therapist so mm-hmm. that she realized that doing so, that she could do things that would help um, him maintain what he needed to do as part of the family unit yep. in terms of a father and so forth. And she was able to, she, she, her thing was, you know, I have one child, I don't need another. Yep. And, and if I need to raise two kids, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to do it. I can raise mine, but I can raise mine on my own because I'm not getting any help from mm-hmm. him anyway. Mm-hmm. Yep. But what she found out was that she could use tools and strategies mm-hmm. that and made him made him um, um, understand his weaknesses mm-hmm. um, and where he needed help, and they worked together. And and uh, last we heard, they were doing well. Yep. I mean, the really cool thing about it is to be vulnerable enough to get those sort of bits of you out to mm-hmm. the other person, and then the other person is really cool to be like, okay, that's okay, that's fine. Let's figure out a practical way to to manage this or how we harmonize. You know. And then here's a list of like practical things we could do, you know. And that's that's exactly what she did. She would she had would have a checklist on the refrigerator, and she would you know make sure. She said, "I'm not going to go through this checklist with you every day. Here's what it is. You got to do it." And ultimately, he worked his way through, and he was able to do most do most of the things. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, and I have a lot a lot of clients that you know, it's a balance between if you have somebody if you're in a relationship with somebody that has you know some difficulties, some weaknesses, some whatever we want to call them, um, how not to go in and do things for them because then you become resentful. Mm -hmm. So how to support. Mm-hmm. And you know, not not enable, mm-hmm. um, but support, but not take over. It's complicated. It is complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. It is complicated. Yeah. I'm seeing that your wheels are turning, and and, yeah. you, and it sounds like you might have experienced that yeah. in in relationships. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's um. It's it's like the the number one. It's really hard to. to your relationship with yourself can be difficult, right? Yes. And then you're with then then you take that and you're with somebody else who has another, their own relationship with themselves. And now they have a relationship with each other. Yeah. And then, like, you're expected or whatever. Um, the intention is to, you know, until death do you part, you know, you want to kind of go through this for a long time. So it's, it's a lot of problem solving. And I think, um, a lot, I think a lot of it is, comes down to just being honest with yourself and checking, almost checking in with yourself every day. Mm-hmm. Give yourself a high five in the mirror. Um, right. to understand if, have you changed a little bit or I got something on my mind and if I do I need to talk about it with my person mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I mean you know the, the classic the, the classic um, thing that's said in a wedding right is love honor and cherish every day and the, and the reality is let's all be honest about it that most of us can't do that every day we can love our partner every day but the honoring and the cherishing part gets to be difficult in the you know during the course of a mm-hmm. you know a day-to-day life and yep. and it's well, okay Malay's creep. Yeah, Malay's yeah, creep. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you know extent. that it's there, you know, you yeah. know, and and you and we talk a lot about, you know, stop, take a stop for a second, stop, and yeah. and have you done this? Have you to check in with your relationship? Have you done that? It doesn't take a lot of time. I'm talking about two, three minutes a day. Have you done that? And if you haven't, send a note, send a text, do this, mm-hmm. do that. We had a a woman uh, who we met this summer, who just lovely lives in Nashville, and she sent us a note after reading the book and she, and she she takes twice a day mm-hmm. she prays for for certain groups of people um, people of children who are uh, who are unhealthy people whose mm-hmm. relationships are unhealthy but twice a day she wrote this this lovely note about the book but what stuck out to me was that she twice a day mm-hmm. at 10 10 and an interesting yeah, time interesting. <laughs> 10 10 or 7 15 yeah. whatever that it is. works yeah. for her that's what works, works for, her. for her that's what she does she takes a and, moment and stop yeah and 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 just to, you know and that's part of being grateful too, um, yeah. in terms of like she's praying for other people, and she's also noticing, you know, that she's not going through these struggles, and she wants to help other people and pray yeah. with them. You know, I, I think I think the world spins fast, right? They say days go by slowly and years go by quickly, and yeah. that's certainly true if you've, 
you know, mm-hmm. it, 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 you know, for for you, you know, you probably can close your eyes and think of those days when you were wearing mm-hmm. a uniform, mm-hmm. and it feels like it wasn't that long ago. And mm-hmm. then you say, then you then you look and you say, geez, it seems like you know a whole mm-hmm. world ago. Mm-hmm. And it's true when you're mm-hmm. raising kids, when you're in a relationship, you fall in love, you, everything's going great, mm-hmm. you've got the whole, you know, the whole testosterone and what's the woman, well, all the stuff, dopamine, flowing, all that is going on, and then life gets in the way. And, you know, blocks those things up. And we, you know, we talk about, you know, there's a thing called a widow maker, right? <coughs> and, and the widow maker, and that's where something gets blocked in the heart. And, and it's, a, it's, it's boom in the done. book. It's in the book. I was like, I, boom I, done. I, I, I recognize that. Yeah. Recently. And I was like, I, was, I just yeah. listened to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm big on metaphors. We're big on metaphors and analogies. Great and, and, and so that's, you know, that's it. If you, you got to avoid those things, you got to get a pivot around them and slide around them. And that's what truly, that's what we talk a lot about. What's the widowmaker in the book? The context. The, the context is is what's this problem that's gonna that's, that's gonna, gonna that's blow gonna dam- up. blow yeah. our relationship up, and or what's this conglomeration of problems? Because sometimes you know, it, it, again, I'm not a doctor, nor would I ever want to be, because I still pass out when I go and give blood. So, but but I mean, you know, you you know, it, it's not necessarily one thing. It can be an accumulation of yeah, things yeah, over yeah. years, and it's the same thing with where's your it, body. Where does it come cum- from? Yeah, exactly. Same you thing know, with your body. It's yeah. over and over and over again. You know, we eat too. You know, cholesterol goes up and up and up and up, and then boom. Yeah. You know, Com- so, compounding things. And it's the same that, thing in a relationship. Yeah, come to a culmination. Yeah. How did you? Um. So when curiously, you're a divorce attorney, right, yes. David? Um. When people come into your office, do you tell them to like I don't know sleep on it or something, <laughs> or do you, do you do you try to? T- <laughs> I mean, it's your business, right? You know. <laughs> You know, you're not you're not encouraging divorce or you stay together or how do you go how do you go about that? Well, this is probably why I don't make as much money as other <laughs> folks do. I, I always I, I almost will never unless somebody says they absolutely wanna wanna sign on the dot I almost will never have anybody sign an agreement with me when we first meet. Whether yeah. it's now most folks, you know, it's via Zoom or phone, but in the office, whatever it is, I send them on their way. To a to make sure that this is the path that they want to go, or that the the paths that we talked about are, are one that they want to choose, and b, you know, make sure that that I'm the right lawyer for them. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, I mean, divorce is not like getting a plumber over. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's personal and it's difficult and it's traumatic. So, so no, I don't encourage people to to go down the divorce path because it sucks. Yeah, uh, it's it's not even in the best of worlds. It, it's difficult. And anybody who tells you, oh, my divorce was easy, no problem, was great. He's not telling right. you the whole truth because there's some unhappiness, some misery, some trauma, something that led them to get there. So mm-hmm. so no, I do not uh, push the train down the track. Um, I talk about what it's going to look like. Yeah. 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 Well, I might talk about what it might look like, you know. I could be like, "All right, let's go back and try to work this thing out." Well, yeah, yeah. Or, or some people already already been they they, they want to get out of that station for whatever. Yeah, whatever no, no, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, how did, so you thirty six years of marriage? Is that right? Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Just in August last. Yeah, August 9th. Yeah. Thirty seven years. Happy anniversary. Thank, Thank you. you. Together over forty seven. Yeah, together over forty years. Yeah. So how'd you guys how did how did it start? Oh boy, you want to tell a the bunch story? Of gin or you don't t- have to. A bunch of gin and tonics uh, at <laughs> uni- line. Yeah, at University of Maryland, line. we were at a party, and uh, I was dating somebody else, and uh, he was kind of one of those guys that didn't say didn't do what he said he was going to do. Yeah. So I was waiting for him to call me. We we're supposed to go out, and never did. And my friend said, "If you don't get called by this guy, you're going to this party with me." <laughs> and uh, the guy never called, so I got taken to a party by my friend Sumac, uh-huh. and we were there, and I was drinking some gin and tonics, and <laughs> David and his friend walked in. Smiling. And... <laughs> Reliving that thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> could be yesterday. Yeah. could be a lifetime ago. <laughs> yeah. So David walked in with his friend, and I, th- I looked across, and I'm like, oh, God, that guy is adorable. And uh, my friend who I was with was like, I know the guy he's with. So we ran over there, got introduced, and and, mm-hmm. and the rest is history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she says it was love at first sight. I use another four-letter word that begins what? with L <laughs> and ends with a T. So it was more, for me, it was more of lust at yeah, first yeah, sight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And still, 37 years, still lust at, at however many sites it's been. Good. Yes, and love, yes, too. Yeah. 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 You got to have both. Yep. 
I, I think I think there I think that it's important. I mean, I think and and you know it's interesting because they're in a, in in the book. There's a lot of folks, a lot of couples who uh, lean in on their sexual relationship to sort of help them right. get mm-hmm. through certain things. Yep. You know, it doesn't necessarily solve problems, mm-hmm. but we talk a lot about how it's how it, another metaphor it sort of greases the wheels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, the lubric. It's it's it connecting in the relationship is a lubricant for the relationship. Hundred percent. So it can be sex. It can be going for a walk each night it can be whatever it is um if you're not connecting that there's going to be gruffness and there's going to be you know difficulties in the relationship yeah 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 yeah. you want to uh, i mean the the height of intimacy like you know it's typically sex um but there are other you can do coffee in the morning or something like that and you have real meaningful deep conversations you know or walks like you said yeah Um, yeah, yeah. Sex, sex is an important part of it, but not the not the only part. You know, hundred percent. You know, and, and but but there are there was a, a couple couples who I a couple couples, uh, two or three of the, of the groups couples that we spoke with, you know, where sex was a very um, mm-hmm. even in diff, you know in difficult times where some people might say I can't have sex because I'm angry. Or yeah, something on your mind. Whereas these yep. folks would lean in on that, and yeah. that would help them. You know, help them get through things. Other people, for a lot of others, there was faith, a significant mm-hmm. faith component. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember one of them, uh, there's a story about, yeah, faith yeah. is yeah. what got them through, maybe infidelity or something like that. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the couples had um, a very large faith based um, component of their relationship, which is really interesting because David and I, we don't really have that piece. I mean, we were both raised Jewish and yeah. have. You know, some some faith um, and some cultural, you know, awareness of religion. But for a lot of people, that was the driving force. They said, we believe that there was a plan for us. We believe that, you know, that God or Jesus, you know, was in our relationship and we had committed to it. And that's their faith that helped them get through whatever it was that they were going through. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, cause, you know, it, well, you know, I think that whatever it is in your relationship that binds you together, you got to go with it. 100%. I mean, inevitably, it's like something that's outside of yourself. You know, it's like faith is like a, a prime example, right? Of you believe in something that you can't reason. You know, it doesn't, mm-hmm. you, know, you believe in like a higher thinking, th- something. But still, like you don't have to have that. You just have to have get, be able to get outside of self. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, for for and Julie, like Julie said, we don't. That's not a big part of our lives together or separately. We just don't yeah. have that re- real strong component. So it was interesting to both of us, I think, mm-hmm. to hear from people who did, and and to understand. I mean, you know, from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. All right. My 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 daughter is who my pregnant daughter is murdered in a field, right? And that's what our, our first couple stories are. Preg- my pregnant daughter is murdered in a field, yet, yet, I can work my way through it and we can work our way through it because of the strength that we draw mm-hmm. spiritually. And, and to me, because it's so foreign to me personally, it was incredibly interesting um, and and uplifting in a lot of ways. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I think it. You know, I, I feel kind of jealous in some ways that that people have that and had that. And we did w- during you know during some really dark times in our relationship, we did dig in a little bit to some of the religious piece. Yeah. We, we met with a rabbi, and he was helpful. Um, yeah. But no, I think it's you know I think it's very neat and very you know wonderful that people have have that that bind and that that strength as a couple 100 percent. it's um so when you say when you t- talked about you, you adopted you adopted two of your daughters yes. yes that's pretty pretty awesome um yes how uh talk about that i mean you whether they how did they come in order or did, yeah, you, yeah. Or did so, you, have, you have kids for biological kids yeah, first? We yeah did. we had julie got pregnant um we had our, our oldest amanda and then she had difficulty getting pregnant. We talked about going through some of the um, IVF treatments and so mm-hmm. forth. And just, I wasn't, you know, again, here I go again. I'm not sticking a needle in her leg. It was not going to happen. was not going to happen. wasn't going to do it, right? So we, we all, and Julie was interested in adoption from a, a younger age. Yeah. So in high school, I had a teacher that I absolutely loved. And she had um, adopted some of her children. And I had a real affinity for, for 
one of her kids that was adopted. And so I always had a very positive adoption, you know, vibe. vibe. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, oh, okay, we're having infertility. We're having infertility. Um, we can go in this path or this path. And I was, we were very, both of us were very quick to say we can, you know, love a kid no matter where they come from. And, um, so we had, so we did a private adoption and we adopted our first daughter, Zoe, and then her birth mom got pregnant two years later and contacted us again and said, do you, do you want to adopt another child? And David was like, oh, two is enough. And I'm like, <laughs> no, I said, we, 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 first of all, I'm from three, David's from two. So three felt better to me. And, uh, I said, we can't not know where Zoe's sibling would be because Zoe's our kid Mm -hmm. and I need to know. So let's adopt this next baby. And we did. And, um, she's, that's the one that struggled quite a bit. And then, uh, four years later, um, I got pregnant. Yeah. So that's how we got four daughters. And, uh, it's been, it's been really cool to, to parent kids, you know, in, in that are your own and that are come there about your own biologically and also adopted. Yeah. yeah, and it's yeah. nice for us now. You know, three of the girls have a good relationship. Our one of our girls just moved in with the other, um, so they're room they're roommates mm-hmm. right now. She's a teacher, and you know, so we're 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 very lucky and very blessed. And sad that it happened with our one child, but um, we've worked our way through it in yeah. our own way. Sometimes together and part uh, from different. Sad that your one child is working through some stuff. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. it's, it, so yeah. she ran away. Well, she had, um, mental health issues and that ultimately careened into addiction issues, which led to multiple, I mean, I could write a book just about that, running away and, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so forth. And she, she has not lived, lived at home since she was 16. Mm-hmm. So she's been out and roaming the streets, went from program to program, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Had a baby of her own who she placed for adoption, thankfully. And, um, but we've, the, the, you know, that whole dynamic, mm-hmm. um, not only affected Julie and me and our relationship, but also was, it also affected the other kids and affected the family dynamic and, mm-hmm. and I think made us, um, better parents ultimately, but maybe not as good a parents as we could have been in the moment. When things were happening. You're occupied. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah. We were distracted by, you know, the the brightest the brightest thing in the room, which yeah, yeah, yeah. was, which that, was that always needs, her. Needs the most attention. Oh, yeah. okay. So, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So we have one kid that really needed a lot and yeah. then the other kids <clears throat> got less. And yeah. and yeah. you know, we we realized that and there was really nothing that we could do. It you know, basically we had a special needs child that mm-hmm. needed more from us um and ultimately i think that it's helped the other girls mm-hmm. um live their life in in a in in a great way because mm-hmm. they they learn to deal with you know mental health issues and behavioral issues early on mm-hmm. they're very tolerant and they understand you know one of them's a teacher so she sees this you know a lot in her classroom and she kind of gets it like she understands mm-hmm. that this kid is not doing this on purpose like this kid has some you know some needs that you know that need to have some special attention mm-hmm. yeah the um yeah, it's kind of almost kind of like reading this book in a way um you read these different like vignettes um and the, if you let it become a, a part of you then you can you'll see these sort of things in your daily life or in your relationships you know right. And you're better equipped, hopefully, to, to deal with them, <clears throat> uh, even to turn maybe negative into a positive somehow, for reading them, for having a, a, a part of you, similar to like mm-hmm. the kids, your kids being around the one that was, you know, had, was it was a challenge that, mm-hmm. d- d- that demanded a lot of energy and attention. Right. <clears throat> so again, that's what we're hoping that people can do. And we, we went about it setting we had a project we 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 hope to draw some conclusions from it we hope to be able to pass some knowledge and some Mm -hmm. gems that other people passed along to us and use you know Mm -hmm. use us as a conduit to to show and tell other folks about we think it we think we did that i really yeah yeah i think that's right yeah i think that's definitely right um do you have any other book book idea do you have a, a part two in the way or you said you have a lot of these are the sort of thing i would think they're they're you can go on almost Endless. forever. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, about the different st- stories. If, if, if people let let you tell their story, awesome. Um, there could be yeah, yeah, en- endless I, endless yeah. cases that 
or that you can learn from and that mm-hmm. yeah, are worth reading? Yeah, I mean, we don't have any plans right now, but we do have um, on our website, we have a page that's that's specifically for hearing people's stories. So people that are reading this, they can go on to our website and write to us about their story. And it's possible that we could do another book. Do you have a, yeah, yeah, you're probably just enjoying this book that yes. just came yeah, out recently you know, this summer right yeah. couple, like yeah, a month or so ago out. yeah we're doing we're doing a, a fair amount of speaking Promo in it, yeah we're doing a fair amount of speaking so so we're trying to pass the information along that from you know in in different ways uh the the book is a pro- was a project it was it was it was a project it was a ton of work you know you go to the mm-hmm. bookstore we all do this right if you're looking for a book you pick something up you say ah, okay that's good now can you put it back down and then when you look at it from when you feel it from the other side which is the mm-hmm. investment of mm-hmm. effort and time and blood yeah. and, and 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 it really was it was it was a lengthy process so i you know i i don't know what we're going to do we're going to keep talking yeah. i can tell you that yep. we're going to keep talking you to guys people. aren't retiring anytime soon no though, we're so. not no yeah. No, we're not. We're we're going to keep on doing the conversation this and, goes on and helping helping couples have conversations and helping couples you know right. navigate relationships. So it's a really it's a really cool thing. Thank um, you, thank you. We love it. Your personality is always sort of like leaned in that direction. You think, Julie? Um, I mean, I'm a people help, yeah. helper, help, uh, yeah, people I, person. I'm a people person. Um, I've always liked you know I like I get energy from people. Yeah. Um, David's probably. He's a people person, but he definitely needs his downtime yeah. from yeah. people. Yeah, Julie, um, Julie's the Julie's the person that you know. Say, okay, well, it's time to go, leave the party, and you're still waiting an hour later because it's <laughs> taking that long to say goodbye to. Him. Yeah, I'm kind of a talker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm kind of a talker, and I'm I'm curious. I'm I'm naturally curious about people. That's, yeah. Um, curious. I remember. I will. I may not remember your name, but I will remember your story. Yeah, yeah. That's a good way to say it. You know, yeah, it's a good way to say it. Yep. Yep. Um. Oh, great. Well, thanks for coming out. Yeah, oh, yeah. For this is, thanks for doing it. Thanks for having Oh, this us. is great. We, lo- the, we love your van. setup. We yeah. love it's your awesome. setup. Thank you, brother. It's great. It's, we'll do it again another time, and hopefully the mural will stay on the ceiling. I like it. Yeah, yeah I like it. Was, it. it was a four-piece cool. mural. It's like the universe or whatever. Uh-huh. And I love it. Here, one awesome. here, one there. I love only, it. Only one quad remained. It's okay. Because the sun, like, baked it off. Whatever. It's okay. The, the adhesive. Yeah, anyway, we, um, we love it. But check out their check out um, David and Julie's book, Secrets of Strong Couples. Yes, that it. would be great. And if and anybody has a moment after they read it, uh, reviews are what drive the train for these things. People yeah. see books that get reviewed, even bad reviews. So take a minute, put a rating, put a review up. Do you, you do that like through what Amazon? You on Amazon, you can do it on on Goodreads, on BarnesandNoble.com, uh, BookBub anywhere. The, the reviews are really helpful to us. Really helpful to help get us get our story out and get review, this out. Review, review, review. Yes, please. Yes, that's thank what you. I'll, that's what I'll be doing. Um, anything? Any other events you have uh, um, upcoming? To yeah, you got you got a signing yesterday. Yep, at uh, Rise About in We're, we're going to be in Fort Lauderdale in November. Southern right? Swing. Yeah, and we're going to be oh, in, in Montana in, in October. Bozeman, Montana in October. Doing a talk. Doing a, a talk. A live talk, uh, which is cool. awesome. It's yeah. taking you like all these cool places. Yeah, yeah, we love it. Connection to Bozeman. No, no, except I wanted to go. I wanted so, yeah. yeah, I wanted to go. Oh my god, Montana! Absolutely. I thought invited. he won the lottery when he got an email for us to come talk there. He was like, oh, he was like so excited he couldn't even talk. I'm like, what's going on? We got invited to talk in Bozeman, Montana. I'm like, okay. We're turning that into a little vacation. Oh, exactly. heck yeah. yeah, yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. So, uh, You've earned it. Yeah, and we're doing it. We're doing a lot of TV stuff is coming up in the fall. We've got um, a podcast like yours, and we really do appreciate you taking the time having us on. Yeah, we love this. Um, shout out Reza. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Reza, my law yeah. partner. I'll let him know. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. is great. This All right. is great. Absolutely. Well, thank Good. you. Thank you so thank much. You, thank Billy. you, Billy. Have a great right. day. Check it out. All righty.